Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of We Watch Shudder. My name is Michelle, and who's here with me? It's JD. It's JD. I don't know why I went all out of weird uh, It's always JD, and it's always Michelle. It's always Always. us, and it's always you, dear listener. Is it? Is it always them? You may be right. I hope so. Yeah, you may be on. I I would think the person listening to this is always themselves, but maybe not. It is a horror podcast. Anything is possible. That's fair. That's very fair. If it's your first time tuning in, listen, you guys, we watch Shudder. It's in the title. That's that's really all you got to know. And so we watch some Shudder, and now we're going to talk about it, and we're going to do a spoiler-free thing, but then we're going to do a spoiler-heavy thing. So I hope you're on board because the episode has started and you really don't have a choice. I mean, you do have a choice. You could pause. I would prefer if you didn't. I am desperate, desperate for your admiration. Um, So we need your we need your validation uh, significantly here, guys. So please. It uh, is the only thing fueling me these days. The only thing keeping me going. Yes, absolutely. Is the. Uh, the several uh, the several tens of people who listen to our podcast. I know. Oh my god! I got another person on our page, John Humphreys, uh, active listener up, and John? commenter. Love it. He just asked for my favorite movies of 2023, and I just yeah, I saw it that. Just tickles me. I saw <laughs> I that John wants to know. Yeah, he, he, John wants to know Michelle's top movies of 2023. <laughs> Doesn't give a shit. Apparently. Thanks, John. <laughs> Thanks. Well, I think he did comment once that he and I usually agree, and you and yeah. I do not always agree. Well, and also, <laughs> to be fair, you are also <laughs> much more active on our podcast social medias than I am. I yeah, just, I uh, just, I love it. I love talking to people. It's so cool when they're like, hey, I'm from Australia, and I listen. I'm like, oh my God, everything there is trying to kill you. I, are you uh, okay? <laughs> I love talking to people as well, but also, Michelle, you've known me for more than a decade at this point, uh, yeah. and you know all all too well how I can get real carried away with social media when I don't uh, when I don't behave myself. So yeah, I gotta, you said uh, you're quitting Twitter, and that lasted a week. I mean, you have not actively posted since then, but <laughs> I was like, I thought you were permanently logging out. You oh no. Uh, I just I, I don't I don't want to be responsible for the general day to day of any of it. I may pop Smart. in occasionally like we've seen on the Facebook the last couple of, yeah. of, of days. But uh, no, I just I uh, I'm going to end up being like, why doesn't anybody want to talk to me? And it's just going to make me real depressed. And so uh, I'm just going to stay away. JD pop in every now and then yeah JD would you say that these people disliking you would be your nightmare your mirror tet I was trying to I that wasn't trying to be clever I was trying to segue but you're giving me a face like my puns that I subjected you to last week I don't have those this week I would definitely not say it's a nightmare I would say it's a uh, 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 obtrusive, anxious thought. Well, unfortunately, that's not the name of the movie that we watched this week, so we no, can't talk about not. that. We got to talk about your nightmare. Back on track. This train is heading out. We're back on the rails. There's no conductor. Uh, we are traveling at an unregulated speed, and we are doomed to crash at any moment. But for now, back on track. 
We're going chug, to chug, Norway. Chugging. That's where the track is leading. Oh man, Norway. That's a place. We can and take they a train made a movie. from Fargo to Norway. Can you actually? No. <laughs> oh, I thought maybe up north with that little pass. I suppose technically if you went up through <laughs> Alaska and then yeah. all the way through uh, uh, the, uh, Russia and all of that, you could probably do it. Well, I'm going to do it I don't know if now. there are any trains that go across the, 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 the Bering Strait, though. I'm okay having the first train that goes across the Bering Strait. I'm also glad that you remember it's the Bering Strait. I did not, and all I remembered is Alaska's up that way, and I had no idea what the Bering Strait touches. I am awful with geography. That's fair. Uh, I just learned that Japan's an island. Several islands. That's... Wait, wait, what? Wait, is Japan not several islands? No, I'm just... Are you serious that you just learned that Japan is an (laughs) island nation? I am completely serious. I knew it was coastal. I like if you showed me a map. Okay, here's it's a thing. Uh, Geography was my worst subject. I am very good at like being interested in other areas. I am not good at looking at a map and saying that's where that thing is. That is not even like a global thing. That's a local thing where I would say like, I'm going down south to visit my friend. And they're like, we're driving four hours north. What do you mean? I have no concept of direction. I'm very surprised at where our city is on the map of our state every time I see it. Michelle, you, but I was going to say, you, you know they put the names of things on maps, right? When do I are look at a map? Me, are you telling me you've never once seen a, a photo or a map of Japan? Not until recently, or I have seen it Wild. probably in passing, but I've never been like, let me go see where Wild. Japan is. And again, I have seen the states of Minnesota and North Dakota many times, still no concept of where I am in that region at all. At all. I would have to pull up right. Google Maps right now. I know that we are on the western side. That's it. I you know you what, what my Michelle? nightmare is? Being what? lost because I am geographically challenged. <laughs> as long uh, as we're... Uh, I, yeah. As, as long as we're, we're, we're giving you a little crap for just Uh-oh. learning at, at your age that Japan is an island nation, uh, yeah. I will also throw out a similar story. I don't remember exactly how old I was. But I was way older than I should have been for years and years and years and years. I have long wondered why uh, legendary arena in New York City, Madison Square Garden, is called the Square Garden when the building is round. And I figured out way embarrassingly late that it's the garden at Madison Square. Like, Madison Square is where the building is located, and it's just called the garden. It's it, I, I thought it was named after somebody named Madison, and that it was why they called it a square garden. I don't know. Similarly I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay, well, we I should talk you, about nightmares. I told you I'm awful with geography, and you went, well, let me tell you an embarrassing story. And I went, mm-hmm, I've heard of Madison Square Garden. No clue what it looks like. When you said the building is round, round, I went, oh, I thought it was like no, it's Central round. Park in New York, like a gigantic garden. It's so, a sports arena. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not a, a sports building. person. I said, I like I said that. Gritty. You know what, hockey. Michelle? We, yeah. we have clearly run off every new person who has tuned into this <laughs> podcast to get us to listen to us talk about horror movies. We need to so just cut out four minutes of admitting that I am a fucking idiot about some no. topics and I'm fine. I'm fine with people knowing no. it. I'm good at other things. It all stays. No, no idea. Great. Good. It okay. Well, stays. nightmare. Nightmare. Let's talk about it. It's a Norwegian, Norwegian movie. Film. It was on Shudder. We watched it. It was a movie. And it is a Shutter original. So you know how it goes. Should we uh, read the Discrepy script and then um, give a quick rating and then go to the spoiler section where we'll inevitably go off the rails about some other ta- tangent at some point down the road. But then we'll be in spoiler territory. So it can be somewhat related to the movie if we so choose. Sure. I think we should do that uh, exactly like that. Uh, which Discrepy <laughs> script do you want to use for this episode, I- Michelle? I looked at both. I want to read the IMDb one because we talk all the time about how they are way too specific and they give away way too much sometimes. This, oh man, I love me. Sometimes they do go the other direction. Yeah. Tells (laughs) you nothing. The description from IMDb, not all nightmares are over when you wake up. (laughs) That's the whole (laughs) thing, guys. I love that. Not all nightmares are over when you wake up. Oh, every day is a waking nightmare for me. Every day wanna... I wake up and somebody puts a map in my face and they go, find Bismarck. And I go, I have no idea. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> I just drove. Hang on one second. I drove from Fargo to Albuquerque. I did not drive. My friend Kristen drove. Uh, it was a 22 hour drive. Forgot literally every state in between North Dakota. I guess I remembered South Dakota. And then we were in Albuquerque. Everything between. I was like, how the fuck are we in Nebraska? No clue. No clue. So, Nightmare. <laughs> Let's talk about it. How did you Let's feel about it, JD? About- what are your spoiler-free thoughts? My spoiler-free thoughts on Nightmare. Uh, Norwegian horror film. Uh, kind of a psychological horror uh, uh, centering around a, a young couple moving into a new home uh, and some weird shit that starts happening there. Um, there is a lot about this movie that I really enjoyed. And then there are certain parts of the story that I feel just pulled me out of the movie entirely. And I feel like the movie could have been successfully made and executed if we had just removed that portion of the plot entirely. And we'll talk about that in detail, obviously, in the spoilers section. Um, But I feel like if you had taken that part of it out that just seems so out of tone with the rest of it, you make a couple of very slight modifications. Uh, Not only do I feel like this is a better movie story-wise, but it's also probably like 15, 20 minutes shorter, so it's more like 80 minutes instead of 100 minutes. And I think just overall, it's a better... It's not a bad uh, a movie. It's not a movie I didn't enjoy. Plenty to like here. Just some some clunkier parts along the way for me and what I was looking for. Uh, I'm going to give this a right down the middle two and a half skulls. Two and a half from JD. I woke up this morning and it was storming and I went, man, I'm in the mood for a good psychological thriller. And I was so excited with the... Th- rain coming down all heavy but this just didn't do it for me um like you said uh there's a lot that i enjoyed but god i needed a lot more psychological thriller 
and a lot less drama between this lady and her unlikable boyfriend. Um, oh, okay. So, oh, God, Roby. Dr- Roby, Robbie, uh, drove me crazy. We'll talk about it. But um, For there were sure. a lot of things I found so interesting, but there was a lot of stuff in between the interesting parts that... I just could have done without a um, lot of polishing could have been much better. Uh, added some more actual horror. I would have been on board that this was close to being a good movie. It just wasn't there. Um, I probably liked it a little bit more than you did. So I'm going to go with a nice three for this one. Yeah. And we know that's usually the way things go is when we're both kind of middle of the road, Michelle's going to lean a little bit higher than I am usually, but no, I, I think it's I'm important nicer. to point out uh <laughs> This film is the uh, you're not wrong. She's she's a little nicer. Uh, this Just film uh, written and directed by uh, Kirsty Helen Rasmussen, uh, uh, someone who has written uh, a bund- a bundle of things, uh, but this is their uh, uh, their directorial debut or their feature directorial debut, and I believe might be their feature writing debut. I didn't look close uh, enough to, to find out for sure. I'm sorry? No, th- they had one called The Tunnel. At okay, one, one other feature of. that they had written, and then a bunch of yep. shorts and such. Uh, yep. This is definitely one of those movies where uh, uh, Kirstie Helen Rasmussen's name is going to be on my radar going forward, and I definitely want to see uh, what they do go, you know, in the future. Yep, I agree. All right, guys. Yeah, so that's... uh, If you do want to go see the movie before we get into the spoilers now, uh, this is where you're going to want to pause the episode uh, and then make sure you come back when you're done. Uh, But yeah, Michelle, uh, you know, we always try to start the spoiler section with the the plot summary for those folks who are... are, We've been doing this for a, a year and a half, and I still can't get over it. There are actually people who listen to this and don't even watch the movies. They're just they want to listen to us talk about the movies, and that uh, or they watch or they listen to the whole episode and then they watch the movie. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Some of Jenna. them want to. Some of them want to know exactly what they're in for, and they don't care about the spoilers. Oh, those but, crazy, uh, crazy kids. Why ever you listen and yeah. whatever your connection to the <laughs> movies is. Guys, thank you for listening. I'm real happy to have you here. Anyway, that got really weird and, and sort of poignant. Let's talk about this movie. Michelle, hit them with the summary. Yeah. You're way better at this than me. Oh, I love doing the summary. And I didn't prepare. So let's see what my brain remembers from this. Mona uh, gets an apartment with her uh, uh, <laughs> I tried to say hubby because his name's Robbie. Uh, her boyfriend, Robbie. And Robbie's like, let's have a baby. And Mona's like, I don't know about that. And then she's redecorating the house and Robbie's off at work. But what does Robbie do for work? We don't know. We never find out. We're not positive what Robbie does. He's a mysterious person. Uh, then she gets pregnant and she's like, I don't like this. And so she aborts it. But then, oh no, it's not aborted. It's uh, still in her body and it's dead. But nope, it's not dead. It's alive. And then Mona's like, well, shit, because she's been visiting every night by her demon boyfriend Robbie who is basically just her boyfriend during the day without glasses or a shirt That's, she's like oh man I can tell this guy's evil because you do not have good enough vision to see me from this far away um, and so like he's visiting her and she's attacking Robbie in the middle of the night and then she goes to see a sleep doctor and the sleep doctor's like we have a lot of science for this I'm going to show you five seconds of science and then we're never going to show it in the movie ever again we can visualize your nightmares but it's just going to be kind of on in the background for one scene and then we're 
never going to rely on that as a plot device ever again, even though it would be incredibly interesting. Uh, then they find out that their neighbor had a, uh, oh, the neighbor throws herself off a balcony and then the neighbor's husband is like, we had a baby and I killed it because it was a demon baby and it was trying to kill me. And then Robbie's like, holy shit, I don't like this. And Mona's like, me neither, but I'm still pregnant with the demon baby. And then uh, things keep happening. She does a sleep study. Now she's in a coma. Now she's waking up. Now she's got a baby. Now she no longer has a baby. The end. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I, uh, I feel like you uh, you pretty much uh, hit all the major points there. Uh, that Good. does kind of uh, summarize. That was well done, Michelle, for a completely off-the-cuff ad lib. I'm impressed. I've uh, been getting so much better there, at paying attention. <laughs> there, was a, there was a moment there where I started to wonder... Uh, if you were going to just absentmindedly completely forget to mention the demon boyfriend, but you brought <laughs> Me it back too. in there. No, there was a moment where I went, shit, I have not even mentioned the sleep paralysis <laughs> at all. I guess that's kind of a big part of a movie called Nightmare. I also yeah. had a moment of like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, and, and so uh, uh, this, this obviously... Uh, uh, it plays off a lot of things. Uh, it, it has a little bit of... Of you know modern uh, uh, scientific thought with the whole uh, sleep paralysis thing, uh, and uh, a decent amount of of folklore uh, with the uh, uh, the the nightmare, which is sort of a parallel to like uh, like the incubus or or other such things, um, uh, and it's um, look here's. You mentioned something about the the more scientific parts uh, about this, and look, I gotta be honest with you. When I mentioned in the spoiler free section that there were parts of this that didn't work for me, those are the ones. Same. Uh, I feel like yep. that whole portion of the movie, where like all of a sudden she's going to see a doctor, and there's this whole science bit, uh, and he can. Uh, he can bring up a picture of what's happening in your dreams, uh, but it's, like you mentioned, it's really poor quality, which I guess that doesn't bother me, because if it's a rudimentary technology, okay, fair. But why but does it look like... I don't know the purpose of why, it. Well, also, why yeah. is it shot from the perspective of the movie camera and not from the perspective of the woman? That's right? how I if dream. It's, Right? I you know, in third if, person. if we're seeing what she's experiencing, wouldn't we be like first person from her vision? Uh, Wait, but hang anyway. on. Do you actually dream in first person? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I dream in third person, so that didn't really? seem weird to me. Yep. That's I see myself I guess, in you know, doing I, things. I've never actually had that uh, exchange with anybody, and that's something that huh. I literally never thought about until now. I guess <laughs> I just assumed that everybody dreams in the first person. Interesting. Uh, yeah, no, I totally wild. dream in third. Oh, that's crazy. Okay. Uh, that, that's super interesting. Listeners, I, uh, I'm gonna, first, I, well, third, I got a, seventh? I got, a, I got a Wikipedia hole or something to fall down a Google Me hole too. Uh, at some point here. Oh, man. But, I uh, know. Yeah. yeah, all of that. And then at one point, it's like, oh, he can join her in her dream by just yeah. connecting to this machine and giving himself some sleepy drugs, too. That whole portion of the movie felt so completely out of place compared to all the rest of it. Uh, now, I don't necessarily disagree with you with just the incredibly unlikable 
uh, boyfriend and even some some pretty unlikable other characters. But that whole element of this movie, uh, and we're seeing quite a bit of this right now, and I don't have a problem with it. I've seen several that were really good, but a big movement that we're getting, especially as we see uh, more female voices in horror, is we're seeing a lot of movies about the horrors of motherhood and the like, the horrors of becoming a mother of of you know, that, that sort of thing, and, and just the various things related around that. And I thought there were some real interesting ideas here. Uh, there was a while where I thought this was all going to play out where the, uh, uh, the, the demon boyfriend was actually, like, in real life, the uh, Robbie was, like, drugging her and taking advantage of her because he wants children situation? and she doesn't. Like, and and things like that. I don't even have a problem with the idea of it actually playing out that it is an actual demon. I actually kind of prefer it that way. I like a movie that definitely has themes and has metaphorical things about it. But so far as within the framework of the movie itself, this is all actually happening. Uh, And so, like, I would have had no problem with that. There's just that whole chunk where it dives into this weird... Uh, flatliners, um, uh, pseudo science fiction thing, uh, was just so off for me. I completely agree. I don't understand what purpose it served, except that that guy Axel was the guy who knew all about this demon, so he's the only way we get that information. But I don't necessarily see why we needed a scientist who seems a little crazy and a little out there and like is a little too convenient for like all the ladies in this apartment get pregnant and then go to this sleep doctor like all of that was so on the nose that I would have preferred less information about what's actually going on if it meant that we could avoid all of that Um, part of it seems like maybe he was there to like she had too many drugs and now she's in a coma and that's part of why he has to play a part but like the demon could have just done that the demon could have kept her in the sleep world like if that I don't really understand it I didn't really enjoy it um you made a comment that you uh didn't think Robbie was unlikable oh no I I agree with you uh he he was uh, uh I think you probably disliked him or were put off by him more than I was uh but no like I said there was a point where I was convinced that this whole thing was some metaphor for him, uh, you know, uh, excuse the the specificity, but drugging and raping her because mm-hmm. he wanted children and she didn't. Like, that's gotcha. what I thought this was, was some sort of play on, uh, you know, a, more of a, of a trauma horror and, and a motherhood mm-hmm. horror, that sort of thing. Um, and then... Uh, even with the idea of it being like, like clearly it's supposedly like some, it's apparently somehow tied to this building, right? Mm-hmm. Because even when they're talking about the person who died in their apartment, they said something about it being a pregnant woman or something. I wouldn't at all be surprised if that person was all tied in with this same thing as well. Those parts of it, I actually really, really liked. I thought there was some interesting stuff going on here. Uh, almost like a like a hybrid folk uh, with a little bit of body horror, um, and so it, because of that, like I'm, I'm, and I think this is how easy you can fix this whole thing. You take all that, you can even keep the Axel character, right? 
You still have the scene where where um, uh, Mona and uh, what was the neighbor lady's name? Uh, Siren? Uh, Siren. Siren. Where where Mona and and, and Siren or Siren uh, go to see Axel speak, and then when you bring him back into the movie. You don't make him a doctor who hooks her up to all these machines and turns it into a weird science fiction thing. Uh, he just talks to her as an expert on, like, like perhaps folklore topics, and he tells her in detail these ideas of uh, the nightmare and, and those sorts of, of things in... Because uh, that's a very common idea that has a lot of analogs in a lot of of mythologies around the world it's a very you know and i, I would imagine uh, as this movie does suppose uh, a certain amount of that is tied in with the experience of sleep paralysis uh that we just had no understanding of it uh, you know obviously at the time but you just bring him in as an and he talks a little bit about that stuff and maybe gives her some pointers about uh, you know, try, how to try and control things more in her dream. I thought the whole thing, uh, I, I was back and forth on the whole bit about uh, uh, if uh, that the way you sort of know that you are in control in your dreams is whether or not you could turn the lights on or off. Uh, that's not something I've ever heard about lucid oh, dreaming. And so that's another that thing absolutely I'm going to have to go Google. I'm sorry? Nope. That absolutely is uh, an actual lucid dreaming thing. It's okay. that in the mirror. Oh. That is all based in... How people okay. believe that lucid yeah, dreaming I, actually I, 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 I have sleep terrors, so I've dreaming, so. I know a lot about sleep because I have sleep terrors. <laughs> I've done sleep <laughs> studies, so I was like, fair. "Fuck yeah, this is gonna be my thing." So and you're then, definitely the yeah, expert, then. I am an expert. I could have played Axel. I've been like, "Hey, is, lady, that, that is, how's your he, baby doing?" <laughs> you could still have him, right? He could come in and he can explain all of that too. You know, like the the what you need to do is you need to try and turn the lights on or off because that is what puts you in control or whatever but we just eliminate this hooking her up to machines and being in a hospital and all of that like you <laughs> how many movies have you seen where somebody has just been assailed by a, a demon or an otherworldly presence and they're just inexplicably knocked into a coma and nobody bats an eye Right, like we don't need the whole thing about her being drugged to pieces. Uh, we don't need that. And then, uh, so I, I, I feel like if we just made those small changes, this could have been a much more enjoyable movie. Just because those science fiction elements get in the way, um, it's uh, it, it was just totally out of tone with the rest of the movie, in my opinion. The nightmares at the beginning of the movie are way better than how the nightmares progress throughout the, oh, God, the rest of the movie. Oh, God, that sequence when they go to the to the lecture and she starts, like, hallucinating the, like, like almost like the demon child in her womb. And it's like, oh, God, there's there's some real good stuff going on here. When that dude pounds his own face with the hammer until he's dead. Holy shit. Like, that was intense, and in the movie, wisely, like a lot of movies have been doing lately, it doesn't do a lot of that, but when it does go to those places, it fucking goes. Uh, what so, I yeah. 
what I really liked was exploring the building at the beginning while she was asleep. And then she walks into the other girl's living room and she just drops her fucking baby. I laughed so oh. hard. Where she's like, oh, I have a visitor, thunk. And then it happens later in the movie. I laughed so hard. I didn't think dropping a baby could be funny, but it happens twice. Oh, and then I guess technically it happens a third time because it happens at the very, very end of the movie. But that part was not funny. The first two times where she, they're just like, I don't need this anymore. Thunk. Um, but those parts were so much scarier. And then as it progresses, it's just her leering at her demon boyfriend. He's leering at her. And now they're having like physical fights. I thought the surrealism of the dream world, those moments, or even after she does the first sleep study and she's walking through this red hallway and sees his reflection and tries to make him go away. All those surreal moments were so much cooler than her doing battle with a demon. That just didn't do yeah, it Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I feel like, first of all, the whole idea of, like, uh, like I never needed to see this thing ever be anything other than uh, uh, an evil-looking variant on her boyfriend, right? I didn't, even though what we never really see what they, quote-unquote, would call its true uh, appearance, uh, we do see it go through a lot of those weird uh, body horror changes right at the end. Uh, before it bursts into flames, and I I didn't need that, right? I just like mm-hmm. like if this thing had just like dissipated into a a, a cloud of black mist, I I would have been fine, right? I I uh, I, I think uh, there are points where they 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 tried to put too much in here. It's almost as if they didn't trust the story they had, and they felt like they wanted to build these other things on top of it, but. Uh, uh, it, with I mean, with all that being said, those moments definitely, like I say, weren't enough to ruin this for me. The bits that I enjoyed, I really did enjoy. Uh, I feel like they rushed the ending uh, a little bit. I understood that what happened here is she went into a coma. The baby was still alive because obviously it was this demon baby. It's not going to die. And rather than because at that point, Robbie knows that she doesn't want to have this baby. Right. Uh He knows. But also they've tried several times to do something about it and have failed. So there's a little bit of that ambiguity there of, yeah, he let her have that because the impression I got is she had the baby while she was in the coma. And then came out of it uh, and discovered that the she had been given she had given birth to this demon child, uh, and they barely even indicate that it's a demon child. For some reason, they make it look like it was burned. I didn't really entirely understand that, and I think that's part and parcel to my point, which is I felt like the ending was very rushed, and there might be some details there that I didn't fully understand. Oh, well, the interpretation from the burn part, that was all her sleeping. And then she actually wakes up and now you're like, oh, she actually does have a baby. And then she just drops off the balcony. And I don't think it's supposed to be clear that that was a demon baby. Now we are questioning, like, was that baby fine? Uh, And that's kind of a very horrifying thought that uh, I could have used a lot more of like questioning her sanity like that throughout that's interesting and and honestly i don't know why uh, i didn't go in that direction but your your comment there it makes me think okay because it weirdly for a lot of this movie i was like 
uh, I was dreading the possibility that this might end up because of how many times they were playing on uh, confusing the viewer uh, or making the viewer at least unsure of what is real and what is is dream, what is hallucination. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I feel like uh, there was a point I was gonna make here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, do you ever have that moment where you had a perfectly constructed <laughs> lucid point and then it just I falls do, out of your head? I do, but usually by the time that you stop ranting, I've forgotten it. So I just go, yep. <laughs> what? Uh, uh, yeah, what I, I tend we... to have a really good thought that people will be really interested in hearing right when you start talking and then oh I just let you go and then I forget it. Uh, so questioning oh, reality, oh. the ending, you weren't sure about it. I told oh, you she right. might have dropped was... a perfectly good baby off a balcony there were a couple of moments during the movie uh where i started to become anxious that this was going to become one of those oh this is this whole movie has just been a dream or a hallucination Mm -hmm. uh and i was really kind of off put by like i wasn't sure how i was going to handle that possibility uh and i i did i never really thought of the ending that way because again i i felt the uh, the incidents happened so quickly that i i had trouble putting it all together and maybe i need to go back and w- at least watch the last you know five minutes or so again but you saying that the way you did like if this was a movie where like literally the entire movie was an overall like weird dream hallucination and the whole gist of the movie is she had this really terrible dream and she woke up and threw her baby off the balcony. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> fucking intense. Holy <laughs> shit. I don't think the entire thing was a dream, but that would be hilarious to me. Oh <laughs> if like just God. wake up and you're like, wait, I got 30 seconds of reality. And it was this lady being like, my demon was a baby and he's gone now. <laughs> Well, I mean, because from her perspective, like, especially if they're talking about lucid dreaming, this is like, this is inception type shit, right? This is like Mm -hmm. layer upon layer dreams within dreams. Yeah. I was actually thinking of inception and hoping that would be the case of like, everything's a little bit weirder, a little further down the layers. I I was also a... Oh my god, what's the movie? Not The Conjuring. Fuck it. He has to go find his son who's wandering among the dead. People love it. It's not The Conjuring. Is it The Conjuring? No. I don't Fuck. know. It's uh, it's the one guy, the red who's demon face. It? And uh, I can't do this to people. I'll figure out the name later. <laughs> Somebody is currently yelling because it's a gigantic movie that I always forget the name of, even though I've seen it a million times. But uh, he has to go wandering in the dead world um, and to find his son and everybody's like frozen in place. And then he turns and he like looks insidious? back. And, yes. Thank you. Dear God. Uh, yeah. Insidious. Same guy from The Conjuring. So I always forget what it's called. But, right. Oh, uh, yeah, I was hoping yeah. for like an insidious thing of going into these worlds and getting a little bit weirder. Like I there's so many different directions where they could have taken it further and I would have been 100 percent on board, but they didn't. So it became lackluster. And like the opening is so much better than I mean, the very end. I do like uh, her just being like, my baby's gone now. Like, that's insane. Well, that's but, a um, like, that's a yeah. that's a fucking banger ending. Right. Like it's and you, this is coming from a guy who ha- has said many times 
that look doing stuff especially with babies and infants is 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 a line for me in a lot of cases uh like you have to be really careful and really specific with how you do it for it to not just totally turn me off and this worked uh, I think it helps that they don't actually I mean you get kind of a, yeah. a glimpse of a face but they don't really show the baby is all bundled up uh, and so they they handle that kind of cleverly but uh, no this is you don't like, see it's it a, hit I was right, really it, worried that was gonna be a little too much for me yeah it was uh, it was real heavy uh, and the way they uh, uh, they foreshadowed that with the the coffee cup drop was perfect because of course as soon as she steps out onto the balcony you don't even have to wait yeah. for them to give you the overhead shot down into the courtyard you just see her step out onto the balcony and you know what's going to happen and that well. to me that is is real horror right like that's where like you know what's going to happen and your only choice is to sit there and watch it or turn the movie off, right? Those, those are your options. And uh, no, I thought they handled that really, really well. Uh, and uh, that's a big part of again the the parts of this uh, that I did enjoy. Uh, but uh, yeah, definitely interested in seeing more of what this writer director does in the future. Uh, I really enjoyed the performance uh, from uh, I, and I'm I'm gonna butcher this pronunciation. Mona. Uh, yeah, uh, Eileen Harbo, uh, and I, I'm sorry if that's terrible, but yeah, I thought she was uh, uh, really, really good in the lead position here. Very believable uh, uh, in in that role, and uh, again, I, uh, uh, I I just I like that we're uh, because a lot of this is uh, frankly foreign horror to me. I don't have I can't have a fucking clue uh, about anything uh, regarding the experience of, of pregnancy and giving birth and being a mother uh, except what uh, the appropriate voices tell me and uh, like there's there's literally like going back for several years now there's this wave of like like pregnancy horror and birth horror and motherhood horror and I gotta be honest with you I have really enjoyed a lot of these movies because this is fresh stuff to me uh and I frankly it should be fresh stuff to everybody unfortunately uh you know it hasn't been this whole like oh there's these ladies who just been making all these female uh orient uh, uh perspective horror films and all the ladies have been watching them and just dudes no they just haven't they haven't even been told and uh so that part of this i i really enjoyed and i look forward to seeing uh what uh uh what rasmussen does in the future for sure I want to make a short film version of this. Mine will be a million times scarier because in it, Mona goes to sleep, wakes up, and she has a baby now. The end. That's horrifying. <laughs> I go to take a nap. I wake up, and they're like, here's a ton of responsibility for the rest of your life. I'd be like, no, put me back in the coma. No, I can't handle it. What do you mean I have to pay all of these bills to keep this thing alive? Oh, so scary. Yeah. I have friends who are mothers, and I don't know how they do it. I get anxiety for them, like yes. mothers. Jesus, yes. I don't know how you do it. I, I mean, I'm anxious uh, about my cats. Like I can't. No, horrifying. Right. 
Yeah, I uh, I have a I have a twelve year old dog uh, who runs my life uh, and makes me just an anxious nightmare over the smallest things. I uh, I am not a person who should be uh, in charge of other infant children. I should be. Uh, can I quote an old stand-up joke that you used to do? Uh, I, I mean, I, there's a couple of them it could be, but go ahead. Uh, the one that I always think of all the time is, uh, it, it won't be too long before, uh, what is it? It won't be too long until I think, like, what would happen if we got the oh, baby yeah. high so, or something? Look, guys, uh, so... I believe I mentioned before, uh, Michelle and I both actually uh, used to do stand-up comedy. Can't you tell we're so funny? (laughs) Right. uh, And uh, I used to have a bit uh, that was uh, about uh, 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 basically like uh, a lot of stand-up comedians uh, act like they hate kids. Uh, I don't hate kids. I'm just not a person uh, who should have any kids. Uh, I don't have any kids, because um, I'm just not—I'm not a responsible enough person, right? Like, like if you need somebody to to be there to pick up your kids after school every single time, every single day, without fail, ever, I'm probably not your guy. But uh, uh, like, here's the perfect way to describe why I shouldn't be a parent. I am 43 years old. I have still never to this day had a pet that didn't eventually get bong rips blown in its face. And if I'm being honest with myself, it's just a matter of time before maybe we get the baby high. Doesn't sound like the dumbest idea I've ever heard. It's like maybe it'll get the munchies and cry more, but maybe it'll shut up and go to sleep. That's a gamble I'm willing to take at least once, guys. Man, I could really go for getting the munchies and crying myself to sleep right now, though. <laughs> that sounds so great. <laughs> uh, can you tell I haven't done stand-up in, like, three years? I just limped I into finding it. my rhythm on that. Oh, my God. Yeah. I promise God, you guys, I, I was a professional. I, I did this and got paid. I was never a professional. I did it and didn't get paid. <laughs> <laughs> I just went, please put me out in your showcase. I can do oh, 10 God. minutes on butthole stuff, please. Oh, yeah. Oh, also, uh, the big finish was because I do this whole thing. Of, and a lot finish. of times <laughs> audiences would get all tight and tense yes. up because they don't find the suggestion of uh, the clearly uh, facetious suggestion of getting a baby stoned to be terribly funny and I would often follow it up with uh, some of you are are not on board with that Uh, I feel like uh, you should be applauding my personal responsibility Uh, I was like I know I'd be a shitty parent that's why I don't have kids you should be applauding see this is why I don't do stand up anymore god damn it Michelle how did I train wreck this episode twice on the front end wait what was the first train wreck what was the first one (laughs) We because we, we, I thought we had more than one. So the fact that you're only identifying two, oh God, I'm like I, every time I have talked. Do you remember when I Michelle, forgot I, where my, Japan my is? My brain has already trauma blocked this entire episode. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a I don't have a clue what we just talked about. Did we watch the movie? I don't know. Uh, the last like, have eight hours Wait, of my life is baby? just. <laughs> I was gonna say, imagine you went to sleep and you woke up and they're like, "JD, you gave birth." What? Oh fuck. <laughs> 
There's a body like, horror movie for you. <laughs> oh, my God. We have seen that movie on this show, and we're not going to say what it is in case others haven't, and they don't see that crazy ending. But it oh did God. get five skulls. So there's it a hint. It's on the site. Go watch intense. all the five skull movies. Yeah. For sure. Well, well maybe I don't we know if we have anything else <laughs> we need to talk about today. Here's what we do want to mention. Uh, tomorrow... Is fucking Spooktober, guys. Thank and God. And we are kicking off 31 days of episodes. We've got our short schedule out there. Michelle put an awesome graphic together showing you our entire schedule for the month. Uh, the vast majority of those shorts can be found on YouTube's. Uh, the ones that can't can be easily found through a Google search. If you have any difficulty finding them at all, uh, check with us on the social medias and we'll tell you. We're also going to have links to them in the episode descriptions as they're released. Uh, I'm real excited. Uh, we are, uh, uh, we're, we got uh, two weeks down, still got two weeks of these to record. And uh, man, it's been a real good time so far. Are you enjoying the Spooktober episodes so far, Michelle? Should these people be excited? I really, really have enjoyed the Spooktober episodes. It's been I a don't good know time, for sure. how this upcoming week, which they don't know which weeks we have recorded. I don't know how this upcoming week's going to go, but the ones we have recorded so far, very good. I am also for sure. looking forward to our September recap uh, oh, uh, episode. Yeah. Because I had told you I did not have time to watch any horror movies. So I tried really, really hard in the last week and watched 30. So I do have some Jesus. things to talk about. Thank God. I have, still, I have a lot of th what sometimes I like to just sit in my basement and work, but also have a spooky on. It really 30. keeps me motivated. That's well, yeah, just in like the last I've week. Seen, so. I had a hundred and I think 140 on my start of the month list and I got it down to 60 now. So I guess I did watch 80 throughout the month. So it didn't Jesus. go as badly as I thought it did. But that does mean I have a lot of things in Spooktober and I'm so excited. Last year I ran out of things to watch and I'm really, really excited for this year. I haven't even put my list for October together yet. My personal viewing oh. list This is going to be interesting. I might fly by the seat of my pants on this one. Oh, if you need suggestions, I have watched some things that were super fucked up lately uh, and I had never heard of. So if you need some suggestions, September recap episode, I have got some things on there. Sweet. Sweet. All right, guys. Okay. Uh, thanks for joining us once again on an episode of We Watch Shutter. Say goodnight, Michelle. Goodnight, Michelle.